Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlog cast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Now, we're in the book of Leviticus, and as you read the book of Leviticus, uh, we remember that scripture interprets the scripture. So, a wonderful New Testament book to read alongside of Leviticus is the book of Hebrews. So, when Leviticus speaks of sacrifices and uh, the high priest and festivals, uh, we're always understanding that they're fulfilled in the person and work of Jesus. So, shadows and reality. The shadows are the sacrifices and the high priest, but the reality is in the great high priest, Jesus, and the great sacrifice, the Lamb of God. Now, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 7, it describes Jesus as a priest, but not from the line of Levi, but rather from Melchizedek. Now, this is a quotation from Psalm 110. There is a promise. It says, but he, Jesus, became a priest with an oath when God said to him, the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. So the father says to his son, you are a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. So not from the line of Levi, but rather from the line of Melchizedek. Now, chapter 7, verse 22 says, because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantee of a better covenant. Now, when we read better covenant, that doesn't mean that in the Old Testament scriptures, God was making covenants that didn't work uh, but now he's making a new plan, you know, one that um, that finally, you know, he, he figured out how to uh, put into effect. No, when it says the guarantee of a better covenant, the best way to read that is here now is the reality of all of the shadows, that the fulfillment of all of those covenants now is in the person and work of Jesus and so the sacrifices point to Jesus, the, the priest uh, point to Jesus, so that when he comes, he makes the perfect sacrifice. He is the great high priest. Now, chapter 7 of Hebrews, verse 23, continues. It says, Now there have been many of those priests since death pre prevented them from continuing in office, but because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. So again, Jesus not from the line of Levi. Line of Levi, again and again and again, a priest is appointed. He serves, and then he dies, and then another priest is appointed. But Jesus is, is from this eternal priesthood, the line of Melchizedek. So many priests in the Old Testament scriptures, they live, they serve, they die, another priest. They live, they serve, they die, another priest. But Jesus has a permanent priesthood. He lives forever. Death he has defeated. Verse 25, chapter 7 of Hebrews. Therefore, because he has this permanent priesthood, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. He has this permanent and perfect priesthood. And because he rules and reigns, he lives forever, the gift given to us is that he always now intercedes for us, forever living to, to pray for us. Verse 26 of Hebrews chapter 7. Such a high priest meets our need, one who is holy, 
blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. This is Jesus, the pure, spotless Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He is holy, blameless, pure. He doesn't have to offer sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. No, the sacrifice that he makes is a a perfect sacrifice. He takes the sins of the people upon himself. And unlike the other high priest, then, he does not need to offer first a sacrifice for himself day after day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. But this sacrifice, Hebrews 7 says, was once for all, once for all. No sacrifice for his own sin, sacrifice for our sin once for all. Now, the Son, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, the Son of God is described as the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being, and he sustains all things by the power of his word. And then it describes this activity of his, his priesthood. It says, after he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Isn't that an amazing statement? That this high priest sat down. That image is there. He doesn't get up again to offer another sacrifice. Once he makes the perfect atoning sacrifice on the cross and rises, he sits down. The work is finished. Sacrifice made, sacrifice accepted by the Father, and then the sacrificial works of Jesus are given to us, and the Holy Spirit distributes those gifts, offers those gifts, and then we continually receive those gifts. Hebrews chapter 4, again, Scripture interprets the Scripture, and it gives us a great great set of words full of comfort. It says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are yet was without sin. And then it says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need.